Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today I'm going to be talking about the Xbox Series S, Series X. They finally got their prices. The Series S has finally been revealed, and we're going to talk about it in a quick little Easter egg uh, on those consoles. Also going to be going over Xbox Game Pass, as it's the best deal in gaming. Talking about Nintendo, as they look forward to making a 4K Switch. Talking about a game that they announced this week, and then we're going to be moving on to the Ubisoft Forward. Definitely a lot packed into this episode for you guys today, so I hope you enjoy it. But I also want to say thanks again for listening to the show. Uh, Within literally a week period, we almost hit 100 plays in one week. Yes, we are almost at 600, so thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. That means the absolute world to me. Uh, Your support has not gone, gone unnoticed. You are all phenomenal, and I hope you're all having a damn good day. And I hope you enjoy the episode, so let's just get to it. Cue that intro! Hello everyone and welcome into the show. Uh, we have a pretty good episode for you lined up as we have a lot to discuss, so I'm going to go ahead and just get straight into it. And I'm really glad I delayed this episode by a day because we found out one little Easter egg about uh, the Series S. But the main reason why I delayed the episode was actually to see if Sony was going to come out with their pricing for the PS5, as now they have a very competitive bit, uh, pricing model to uh well, compete with, and I really wanted to see what they were going to do there, but unfortunately, uh, nothing has been announced yet, so kind of a bummer on that, uh, so I do apologize for this coming out basically a day later, unless I, you know, edit it this really fast, I'm recording this at 6 p.m. on Friday night, uh, then I'll just release it early. Anywho, so we're just going to get straight into it. The Xbox Series S, thanks to people basically forcing Microsoft's hand uh, through leaks has officially been revealed, which we all knew was coming because it was codenamed Lockhart. Uh, but it's nice to just see the official, uh, you know, reveal. And so it's going to be a $300 box. It's called the Xbox Series S. Uh, I'd say aesthetically, I actually really like it. I, I don't know why they decided to do like the black circle for the vents. <laughs> Probably could have just left that white to be completely honest, or just do like an all black console or. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it needed to be dual toned uh, in that regard. Maybe they could have found a different way to do it. But I'm not a giant fan of the black circle. Uh, I still want to buy the console just because it's the tiniest Xbox that's ever been made. Uh, I just think that's pretty adorable. I am looking at my bookshelf looking thing next to my desk where I have my uh, One X, my modem, uh, just all of that stuff, and I could just see a Series S and a Series X just sitting there perfectly fine. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and then I think not 24 hours later, or within the same day, but just at a later time, they finally came out and said that the Series X will be a $500 console, which is amazing. It's, this is just a phenomenal price. This is exactly what we needed. And I'm really glad that they did this because I think anything over $500 with their lack of launch titles in terms of first-party titles is um, asking a little bit much. But it's crazy to think that this is a $500 console, and I bought my One X for $500. So, <laughs> uh, if anyone is out there complaining about the price of this console, I think uh, you know, aside from the way the uh, the year has been, you know, COVID and God knows what else. You know, now we got the wildfires here in California. 
I get it. You know, a lot of people, there's a lot way more serious problems, you know, and things to uh, worry about in life than a brand new console. But, you know, taking everything else aside in terms of pure pricing, I think that uh, both of these consoles are extremely um, fair in their pricing. I mean, if you think about what the Series X can do, I mean, I would say it's definitely a, uh, a mid-tier gaming computer at this point. Uh, definitely not top tier, you know, PC Master Race. Um, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm just extremely excited to get my hands on both of these consoles. Uh, the Series S I might wait for. Um, it's technically uh, 2.7 teraflops uh, less than the 1X, but everything else is upgraded better than the 1X. So I don't really know where you know those two consoles really align. But I also looked into it. Uh, the 1X has been out of production for, I think, uh, maybe a year now. I could be wrong. But definitely most of this year, they stopped making them. So I don't know if that means my 1X is going to be more expensive. But I don't know what's going on there. So I definitely wanted to talk about that. Uh, the pre-orders go live uh, September 22nd. Uh, you know, I, that's very soon. So definitely keep your eyes out for that. Uh, it's going to be probably, I wouldn't say sold out. I think... Um, I think there's going to be enough to go around. I don't think it's going to completely sell out. Once again, uh, if we're just being honest, there's not a ton of first-party titles or you know console sellers that are going to be available at launch. Which, once again, I was right about the launch date of the console. So it is November 10th, uh, 2020, so it'll be this year. And one of the reasons why I said, oh, it's probably going to be November 10th is because back like... Um, you know, when they had the Xbox Game Showcase, where we saw Halo Infinite for the first time? Well, Destiny 2's massive update for the next generation and their new content comes out November 10th. And they were saying specifically that there will be a Series X upgrade. You know, a free upgrade for the game. And so that's what led me to believe this entire time. Like, it's, it's going to be November 10th. And sure enough, I was right. Or they just changed the date because Halo Infinite is not coming out now since it's been delayed. So it does seem like they're focusing on a part their partnership with Bungie again, which is actually pretty cool because you know Halo is what started it all. You know, Combat Evolved is what started everything for Xbox. So it's kind of cool to see them working with Bungie again in this this way. But Bungie still has their creative freedom. Obviously, they're not a part of Microsoft still. So I think that's really cool for them. Uh, one of the things that came out today that I was talking about at the beginning of this uh, show was uh, back on July 1st, Phil Spencer, who is the head of Xbox, was doing a video interview. And believe it or not, he had the Series S lying on his bookshelf and no one noticed until today. So <laughs> that's where we're at with the series s it's literally been technically revealed since july 1st but no one knew now if you watch the video you only see the back part of it which is like the vents so that's of course no one's going to notice until you zoom in though once you zoom in it's like very clearly a console like a book wouldn't look the way it does um, but still i think that's pretty damn funny and a cool little easter egg to kind of uh talk about but one of the other things I want to move on to when it comes to Xbox before we go on to uh, you know, some of the other news this week. Uh, the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is now getting an added bonus. So for $15 a month, you get Xbox Live Game Pass, Xbox Live, but now you get EA Play, which is their whole catalog of games, and you also get to play like some of their new titles for like eight hours uh, you know, before launch. So you basically get to play 
depending on what game it is, maybe the campaign before it even comes out and not even pay for it. And then you also get Project X Cloud. All of that for $15 a month. I'll say that again. $15 a month. If you have an Xbox and you don't have uh, Game Pass Ultimate, you're truly missing out. I cannot stress that enough. They add a constant amount of titles, very popular titles at the same time, to Game Pass. You know, Red Dead Redemption 2 was on there. I don't know if it still is, but, you know, Doom. I mean, just a, a constant amount of games. That you're like, oh, I'm kind of glad I didn't pay for that. So Game Pass is the best deal in the gaming industry, and it's getting even better with the EA Play add-on. Now, obviously, EA doesn't have the best games on the market, but, you know, they're, they're still trying to make new ones. Uh, you can play all their old ones. You know, Titanfall 2, Titanfall 1, Apex Legends. You get some added stuff for that if you play it, you know, and you have EA Play. Uh, you got all the sports games. You got the Mass Effects, uh, you know, the Battlefields, Battlefront. There's definitely a lot to uh, go around. So please understand that this is the best deal you can get. So if you're considering Xbox, uh, the Series S, you can buy a Series S for 300 bucks and get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for 15 bucks a month. And you literally instantly have at least 140 games to play the second you plug in your console and link everything up. Just think about that for a second because that's never happened before in the history of gaming. You've never been able to do that, so consider that and go, oh, okay. And then also, uh, every first-party title for Xbox goes to Game Pass immediately. So Halo Infinite, Forza Motorsport uh, 8, whatever they call it, Fable, it's all going to be on Game Pass the second it launches, and you're going to be able to have it installed and ready to go before the, the launch day. So just wanted to talk about that because I think that is extremely impressive, and I really hope... Maybe Nintendo adopts something like that eventually. I think PlayStation has, you know, their PlayStation Plus. I do believe you can play a pretty good amount of games. They also give out games every month as well. Um, I don't know much beyond that. But someone can let me know if it's uh, pretty close to Game Pass. Uh, they did announce today that Gears Tactics, which came out on the PC earlier this year. I played a little bit of it. Probably a few hours. It's a very fun game. Uh, definitely just feels like Gears of War 1, but XCOM. So it's a tactical game, so you look at your characters overhead, uh, except for when they're in firing mode. So like when you actually shoot another character, I think it do, does like an over-the-shoulder. Um, there's still executions and everything. It's still a good ex Gears experience, but it will be launching in November alongside the Series X and Series S, and will also be available on the Xbox One. So uh, across the board, you can play that game on all the consoles. And that will be launching as a, you know, well, be coming out as a launch title. So I think that is very exciting. It's a very fun game. If you like XCOM, Wasteland, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> uh, this game is definitely for you. But that is enough Xbox. Uh, we're just going to have to go ahead and see what uh, Sony does with the pricing of the PlayStation 5. They have a digital version without, you know, without a disc tray. So I don't know if they're going to make that like 400 bucks, and then maybe the one with the disc tray 500 bucks. Uh, that's something that I could see them doing. But at the same time, they're technically losing money on these consoles. You know, the Series X being 500 bucks, And then, you know, depending on what Sony does, they might be losing money too. So definitely just going to have to keep an eye out and see what they do there. But I will definitely update you guys and we'll go from there. So next I want to move on to a, a uh, you know, sort of article that came out. But apparently uh, Nintendo is asking developers to make games 4K ready 
suggesting a better version to be releasing soon, you know, of the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this has been rumored for quite a while, I think even since last year, like people are expecting it to come out this year, they've been calling it the Switch Pro, uh, just because. And honestly, it would make sense to me, so the Nintendo Switch is actually, like, selling really, really well, if you didn't know. It already passed Xbox One in sales this generation, because Xbox One has been terrible for the most part. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I love my Xbox. I've had all three of them. They're, the Xbox One sucks, but... These, the Xbox One S and One X are fabulous consoles. Uh, definitely grateful to have them. But, you know, moving on, it you know, the Nintendo Switch has done, you know, phenomenal. You know, with the uh, Mario 3D All-Stars coming out, like, Jesus, that's going to sell so many copies. You've still got the Pokemon Crown of Tundra DLC coming out. And I do believe it will be a more impressive DLC compared to Isle of Armor, and it might even sell more copies. I mean... Pokemon selling on its own as it is, but I'm just saying it might boost sales a lot. Uh, we also have another game coming out in November that I will actually be talking about because it just got announced this week. But I just think, you know, Nintendo making a better console is really, really important right now. I think it's the smartest thing to do as these new consoles are going into a different generation. You got to ask yourself, well, why would Nintendo want to leave itself behind? Now, Nintendo's never been focused on graphics, but, excuse me, but, you know, it's, it would be stupid to not, you know, make an upgraded console where it, maybe it runs a consistent 60 frames and can run games at 4K resolution, like, I'd buy it. The idea of a Switch running games at at least a solid 2K and 60 frames is good enough for me. Like, honestly, that's all I could want. I think their games already look good now. Could you imagine them with a consistent performance like that? My god, that would be amazing. Because I'm tired of the frame drops in Pokemon. And some frame drops in Breath of the Wild. But in Breath of the Wild's defense... <laughs> you know, that was a, a Switch launch title that was originally supposed to be out for the Wii U. That game was in development for quite a long time. So I'll, I'll cut them some slack because literally everything else about that game is damn near flawless. So, you know. You know how it is. So I want to move on to... Uh, that, that game I was talking about real quick that's been announced this week. So that is Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, made by, made by Koei Tecmo. I hope I said that right. But they are the people that have made Dynasty Warriors since the dawn of time. Uh, that is a very fun and amazing franchise. But they also made Hyrule Warriors for the Wii U, which they released later for the 3DS. And it's just an action RPG, so it's a hack and slash, just beat-em-up game where it's you versus... Hundreds of enemies, and you're killing all of them. You're taking them all out. Uh, Hyrule Warriors was phenomenal. I, I can't recommend it enough. They added a ton of DLC to it. Uh, they had like a whole Twilight Princess storyline to it. Just It was a very small storyline, but it's still very satisfying as it's my personal favorite Zelda game. So you can get Link's outfit from that. Uh, they just had a ton of things to do. There's a lot of content in that game, and I was actually thinking about buying it uh, just to play it again before this one comes out. But Age of Calamity takes, uh, it literally takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild. So this is the direct prequel to Breath of the Wild where you actually see the war um, that Hyrule has with Ganon, uh, Calamity Ganon. And, well, we're going to see them lose, but at the same time, we're actually going to be able to experience all the fights. You're going to be able to play as all the champions. You're going to be able to play as Zelda, potentially Empa as well. 
uh, the game just looks great, and they are working directly with the Zelda development team, whereas Hyrule Warriors, they weren't as much. So this is a, uh, a dual project for these two teams, and it's it literally looks like Breath of the Wild, a, a prequel. Like, it doesn't even look like, uh, you know, the, the original Hyrule Warriors until you see the gameplay, but they're clearly going all in on the story, the voice acting, I mean, everything. It, it looks outstanding and i seriously cannot wait to play this game i could talk about it for <laughs> probably like another hour just because uh breath of the wild really uh just blew me out of the water i think it was such a fresh take on the zelda franchise and still so successful i i'm like my most hyped game next to halo infinite literally is breath of the wild too so i'm really hoping that that game's good because i can tell you right now this hyrule warriors game is worth your money it's definitely a day one buy i can't recommend it enough. Like I know they're not going to fail because I bought I bought Hyrule Warriors day one originally without all this DLC that made it better, and I would still say that was a day one purchase. So please keep your eyes out for that. It will be sixty bucks and it will be released November twentieth of this year. So I love those announcements and they also come out this year. <laughs> very, very, very sweet. So so that's pretty much the Xbox and Nintendo news that I got for you guys today. Uh, I, did, I did want to talk about Ubisoft. So they had a Ubisoft forward yesterday, which is actually another reason why the episode was delayed, just because I felt like I needed some time to actually watch all the trailers. But I'll start off with just the boring stuff or like stuff that we've already seen. So Rainbow Six Siege is getting a Sam Fisher operation, which if you didn't know, Sam Fisher is the main character from the Splinter Cell franchise. Uh, the trailer was dumb in my mind. It was an animated trailer, like literally a cartoon trailer. Uh, I don't know why they did that. I kind of liked where they made it, you know, CG for all the other characters, you know, the other operators. And at the end of the trailer, the guy goes, oh, is that all you need, Sam? And he goes, call me Zero. I'm like, all right, dude, get over yourself. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all I got for Rainbow Six because I could care less. And the only reason why I talked about it is because Splinter Cell is such an important game. I hope one day it comes back because there's so many people out there that love that franchise uh, the next thing we're going to move on to is Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, honestly, guys, it's more of the same shit. Uh, it was just more gameplay shown. The gameplay looks amazing. I'm not going to take that away from them. But my question for you guys, or just anyone really, is is that, does there come a point where maybe you show too much gameplay and now it's like, all right, well, why isn't the game out? Because that's that's been the case with Watch Dogs Legions is that the, the game has been shown quite a bit, to be honest. I think for a solid year now, we've already seen gameplay in potentially two to four trailers. And they did show new stuff. They showed, like, you know, if you play as a different character, that they might have different stats. Like, the guy was a getaway guy, so he can hack other cars as he's driving to make them do stupid shit. Or drones can't chase him if, you know, he's driving, he's getting chased. Um, the, the game looks cool. It's looked cool since they announced it and showed the first gameplay trailer, but it's still not out yet, so... You know, for me, it's like, all right, <laughs> just release it. Like, what are we waiting for? So we'll see what happens there. Sorry, I had a burp. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, the next game I want to move on to, which was kind of a surprise, but I still saw some issues in the trailer, so unfortunately I got to talk about that, is Prince of Persia Sands of Time is getting a complete remake, so it's a complete graphic overhaul, gameplay, everything. It's like your Resident Evil games where they are giving it the love and attention it really deserves. Uh, Prince of Persia back in the day was a very, very popular game. 
Uh, it's very cool to see it coming back. My only issue with it coming back is that in the trailer, some of the textures or the characters, they actually don't look that good. So I really hope they polish that up by the launch of the game because other than that, it looks incredible and I'm excited to play it. I'm sure so many people out there are really excited to play it. As for me, this was a surprise announcement. And that's pretty much it. Like, it, it looks good. Uh, the voice acting sounded great. Uh, the music sounded just as good as it did back in the day. So I'm really curious to see how it looks at launch. As I said, it does need some touching up. But other than that, it looked really fun. Uh, I did not get a uh, release date on that, so my apologies. I don't even know if there is one. The next game I want to move on to is Immortals Phoenix Rising. Which is, and when I say this, the most compliment of way possible, it is a open world Zelda-like Greek mythology-themed action RPG. Uh, so it basically looks like Breath of the Wild had a baby with the Greek mythology, and that's it. <laughs> uh, the gameplay does look like a lot, a lot like Zelda, and it looks like Kid Icarus. Uh, the the game looks really cool. Looks, it's something fresh and new, and I love this new idea that Ubisoft had. So thank you so much for that because the game looks really cool. Uh, there's a bunch of gameplay trailers out there. Uh, it definitely looks fun to play and it looks so much like Breath of the Wild. And I, I think that's really nice. I like these games that are coming out now. You know, we had Windbound come out uh, last week and that looks a lot like Breath of the Wild. Or I'm sorry, two weeks ago. And I'm okay with that. I think people should be, be okay with adopting that art style and maybe that gameplay and that sandbox a little bit more. I think it could be done really well, and we can literally see it here with Immortals Phoenix Rising, and then you go look at Breath of the Wild. Those games look vastly different, but at the same time, they look a lot alike, and I think that's fantastic, and I'm, I'm really excited for this game to come out. It will be available on all consoles uh, December 3rd, so please uh, keep your eyes out for that one. It looks very interesting, and like I said, it's something fresh and new, and you know, with the year the way it's been... I think it will be really fun for a lot of people to get their hands on it and just play a different experience. The final game I wanted to talk about uh, that came from the Ubisoft Forward is Riders Republic. So Riders Republic is a massive multiplayer playground where players can use snowboards, dirt bikes, mountain bikes, wingsuits, and parachutes, and God knows what else that I'm forgetting. But it literally looks like the coolest fucking sports game ever made um i'm really excited for this game uh you know some of the locales you go to are the yellowstone national park zion national park and the mammoth mountain uh, i'm sure most of you listening in california know exactly about all those locations even though zion's not you know in <laughs> california but anyways uh the game looks great you're going to be able to play with up to 50 people uh, and either free roam or complete races, challenges, doing tricks with all of these, you know, bikes, wingsuits, snowboards, all of it. You're going to be able to do whatever the hell you want and however you want with whoever you want. And I think that is freaking awesome. This game looks great. Mark your calendars. It comes out February 2021. And I just really stole the show for me. I, I'm just beyond excited. I used to play, you know, the... Oh man, the 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 bike games when I was a kid with a Slim Jim guy with my brother. I'm drawing. I think it was, oh, it was Dave Mira's bike. It was a Dave Mira game. I'm sorry, I'm butchering the title of the game, but those games are so much fun. Uh, Steep was a good game. 
Uh, the snowboarding games on the Nintendo 64 were fun. Um, I feel like it'd be pretty cool to fly in a wingsuit, so I'm just going to go ahead and just check that off as fun. Uh, you know, dirt bikes, can't go wrong there. Uh, I'm really excited to just play this game. Once again, it looks like something very fresh and new and very exciting as we get into a new generation of gaming and the, just the graphics on this game look fucking perfect. Like, oh my god, it looks like you're there. So yeah, that's Riders Republic. And then it's pretty much for the Ubisoft Forward today, and then it's pretty much for this episode today. Uh, I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Uh, be sure to follow my page. It is It Just Works Podcast on Instagram, where you can chime in on the conversation, uh, give me any crit- critiques, you know, and I am all yours. I love to hear from you guys, and I love your guys' support. It means the absolute world to me. I am beyond excited to always record a new episode because of you guys listening to it so much so thank you so much for your dedication to this podcast because i'm trying to make it better each episode and that's all thanks to you guys for your basically just positive support and you know like i said with everything going on this year uh you know it really means a lot to me uh this podcast has been uh very fun to do and it's very it's it's something i needed way more than i thought uh, it makes me really happy to be able to have this hobby and just really work on this. And yeah, so that's it, everybody. So uh, thank you for listening to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Bye. Bye.